Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. Welcome back to 11 by Sideline Talk with me, Scott Norman, where I ask my guests for their favourite 11, including manager and their favourite kit. My guest for this episode is a close friend of mine, my centre-back partner and Mr Twinkle Toes himself, Mr Lee the Kingman Kingham. How are you, mate? Evening, mate. How are we? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah sweet, mate. All good, all good. Right, before we get on to your Liverpool 11, I want to know why Liverpool? Because I know Kingham Senior is a massive Spurs fan. So how comes your Liverpool? Um, I basically just copied my best mate at the time when I was like <laughs> yeah. six years old. Um, right. Obviously, my dad tried to get me to support Spurs as a kid. He even uh, took me to a Spurs game when I was seven years old. Right. Um, I think it was Spurs-Southampton in 1997. Like we got in, a, got in a, one of those boxes and everything. And he was like, oh, did you enjoy it? It was like my first ever football match. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's good, Dad, it's good. But uh, can you bring me back when Liverpool are playing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's my best mate. Uh, it's, uh, my best mate, or still one of my best mates now, Michael Holloway. He, um, he just told me one day at school that Liverpool were the best team. So I was like, all right, you're my mate. I'm going to copy you. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. My dad got a map out. He was like, Liverpool's up here. Spurs is here. Who are you going to support? I was like, Liverpool. Just like never yeah. changed, stuck with it, and they just continuously throughout the years give you reasons why to support them. Yeah. So just stuck with it. Once you once you pick a team, you can't really change. I bet it's tasty in the Kingham household, isn't it? When Spurs Liverpool run? Oh, every weekend at the moment. I think the results yeah. are going this this year. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Right. Especially when it's we the... uh, got those last minute goals against Spurs this season. That's nice. Yeah, true. Right, let's get the ball rolling. So formation, what are you going with? I've uh, gone with a 4-3-3. Four, 4-3-3. Three, three. Four, three, three. Such okay. as the modern era, yeah. Yeah. And uh, goalkeeper, let's start. Goalkeeper. Uh, I have gone, well, possibly controversially with his recent appearance, with uh, recent um, displays. I'm going with Alisson, Alisson Becker. Alisson, yeah. um, it's just been outstanding the past couple of seasons um, since we've started winning everything. Um, some crucial saves. I think back to that um, run to the Champions League final when he made that massive save against Napoli in the last minute. We would have gone out of the group stage. Yeah. For that. Um, and just moments like that. He's like that goal he set up. He set up a goal for Salah against United. Got the winner. He's just a big game player. Unfortunately, recently he's done mistakes. And to be honest, with Liverpool and goalkeepers, there's not a lot to choose from. The only other no. option probably could have been Pepe Reina. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I think the beach ball incident rules him out of that one. <laughs> but yeah, fair, I'll, go, I'll go with Alisson. To be fair, Brazil are quite blessed with goalkeepers, aren't they? Yeah, Edison and Alisson. It's not a bad yeah. selection, is it? Two of the best in the world. Yeah, 100%. Right, right back. Right back. Um, there's, even, there's only two options here. Uh, I think the runner-up was good old Steve Finnan. Yeah, uh, he's so consistent down that right, down that uh, right, right back flank, whatever you want to say. Um, very good cross of the ball, but there's an even better cross of the ball in the current Liverpool team, and that's my boy Trent. Yeah, he's, I had a feeling. Uh, 
Yeah, the numbers he's producing in terms of assists every season so far since he broke into the team is just absolutely outstanding. I think he's yeah. going to be one of the best. I think he's, when he finishes his career, he'll be one of the best right-backs he's ever been, undoubtedly. Was you surprised he was left out of the England squad? I was surprised. I know he's not having a good season, but in the past couple of weeks, he's been getting back to his normal self. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to England squads, you think they'd pick players on form. Why wouldn't you pick one of the biggest talents in the country who's just getting back into his good form? Yeah. Uh, we are blessed blessed for right-backs in England, aren't we? So, yeah, well, hopefully he takes it well and it gives him kind of a kick up the arse to, to show that he should be in that England squad. Because even when he was in the England squad, he weren't getting first-team football. He weren't getting first-team games. I think he's only got like 12 caps or something, which is quite modest for a player who's won the Premier League, Champions League. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, there's a lot of competition see, there. Gareth Southgate seems to like Trippier, doesn't he? Yeah. To be fair, I don't watch a lot of La Liga, no. to be honest, but I think Trippier is having an outstanding season from what I hear. So, so he's always delivered for England, isn't he? Trips. Never forget that yeah. Croatia free kick. Well, yeah. For our one, of the best, <laughs> one of the best summers of our lives. Definitely. Right, centre-back. Centre back, I choose with the I'll go with the obvious one first, and that is Big Verge, um, yeah. Virgil Van Dyke, seventy-five million pounds. He's always going to be a good player with that price tag. Um, he's an absolute Rolls Royce. What a player! I mean, yeah. Ballon d'Or contender was it yeah. his first first full season at Liverpool? Um, it's just unbelievable. His passing range, his heading, his pace. It's just it's, you see what's happened with him out of the team this season. He's just yeah, I was going to say that he's unbelievable. It's yeah, unbelievable. It goes, it goes to show, kind of like like you said, with him out of the team this season, it affects everyone else as well because, like you said, Trent and Robertson as well. They haven't been half the players they were last season because yeah. they can't get they can't get forward as much without yeah. without in there because at the moment they've got is it Nat Phillips. Reese Williams, all them boys, and they don't, do that, yeah. <laughs> they don't do that comfortable, do they? I don't know about Nat Phillips, mate. Bolton Berezi. Yeah, no, he's only he's done lost. He's last couple well. of games, he's been good. Yeah, he has been good. Yeah. Right. There's not much to say about Virgil van Dijk, to be fair. He's just a machine. Yeah, he's an absolute tank. Who are you partnering him in at centre back then? I was. I'm even now. I'm torn between the partner. To be honest, uh, it was yeah. two options. Two options, and they are Sammy Hoopier, yeah. Big Sammy, um, and Jamie Carragher. Right. And which one did you go for? I think because we've already got the hype with Verge, so I think I'll have to go with Carra. Yeah. His, pa- his passion, his determination, his organisation, the challenges he used to put in them last ditch yeah. challenges, his will to win. Oh, the way he'd just scream at his teammates. I remember when at that time he tried to fight Arby Lower just to make a mistake at a corner. <laughs> it's just, and the amount of appearances he racked up for Liverpool was it 737 appearances, I think. Yeah. Um, it's a shame he didn't score more goals in the proper net rather than his own net, but I forgive him <laughs> for that because he was an outstanding player. I thought he was, a, I think he was one of the best. When he was in his prime, he was one of the best defenders in Europe. He was a bit yeah. unlucky with his England career because he had such good defenders around at the time with John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, Sol Campbell. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he was fantastic. Um, Sammy Hoopier, I think, is very unlucky to miss out because yeah. he was he's, also... He's very good. He was captain before Gerard. Um, his partnership with Stefan Hencho and Cara 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fantastic. He was another 2005 Champions League winner. Yeah. And a, and a fake treble winner as well in 2001. He was an Everton fan though growing up, wasn't he? Oh, Carragher? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. So he obviously that, got signed by Liverpool as a kid, went through the academy and all that. Yeah. So yeah, his whole family are blue noses. So And now and now he's a Liverpool legend. Yeah, that's the way it is. Right, left back. Left back. Again, I don't think there's a lot of options here. We have had some absolute shockers at left back. <laughs> uh Jimmy Triore. Yeah. Uh, Ali Sissoko, Moreno, absolute shambles. Yeah. Uh, one good one, probably Risa. What a wonder of a left peg he had. Some of, those, some of those free kicks he scored like against United and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Good. It could be a bit of a liability defensively. But yeah. again, I have to go with the current left back of the Liverpool team, Andy Robertson. Yeah. Um, I think the signing, was it 8 million we signed him for? Probably one of our, probably our best ever signing. Right up there. What a bargain. Yeah. He's then. His engine's fantastic. He's crossing. He, he didn't get in the team to start with, though, did he? No, but I think a, the first a lot couple of, of games. Um, it was about half the season. I think it's the first yeah. half of the season. He had to wait for Moreno to get an injury. Injury, because mm. which is like you look at how Moreno was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable, really. But um, it's the same with a lot of Klopp signings. They take like a little period of adjustment to get used to his pressing and his system. Yeah. I think that's what Robertson had to do. He had to build his fitness up, get used to the system, and now look at him, he's absolutely flying. And he's yeah. one of the, probably one of the most likable players as well. He's got a bit of shit outery about him. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. Like when he uh, at that time he ruffled Messi's hair. Like, yeah, against Barca. The, the audacity to do that to possibly be the greatest player that ever played a game. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a left back. He's uh unreal. But uh, yeah, well, he's probably Go my favourite favourite player currently and he's fantastic. Going back to what you said about him settling in, mm. do you think that's what it's like at the moment with Thiago in the centre mid role? Yes. Do you, uh, do you think that? Bit, yeah. Do you think that he? Obviously, we know how good Thiago is. He's an mm. absolute baller. But do you reckon he's just taking him a bit longer than they thought to adapt to the way that Jurgen Klopp plays? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, he hasn't had that settling in period. Have, um, he's had terrible injuries, like he got Corona, then the Richarlison tackle. So he hasn't. He had a sort of a stop start, really. Uh, we didn't get a pre-season, really. It was like a two-week break after the season ended, and then we was going again with a new season. So we didn't yeah. have a pre. He didn't have a pre-season to get used to the squad properly. It's just things like that which would help a new player settle in, yeah. especially in mid, especially in midfield. Like Liverpool's midfield is all about the workload, the pressure. Um, and yeah, his role like Bayern and Barca is just like manipulating the ball, really. So yeah, um, right. Yeah, I think so he's that. You're going. Um, you are going free in midfield, yeah. Yep. Who's who's the first of the three? First of the three, uh, I love this one's like the uh, def- I suppose the defensive mid, but he's mm. more of a playmaker type. Um, I'm sure you'll rate this pick. Uh, good old Xabi Alonso. Gabby Alonso, what a player. Has there ever been a more beautiful passer in a football than him? He's, he's a, a joke, mate. Yeah, you're playing football yourself, right? You hit a 60-yard ping, you immediately think, oh, I've just done an Alonso. Yeah. <laughs> His passing <laughs> range was just an absolute joy to behold. I think the, uh, 
So Gerard said in training he was just unbelievable. Like the first yeah. day he turned up, you just knew he had that touch of class about him. He's a classy player. Yeah. And very, um, very good. What he went on to win after he left Liverpool was heartbreaking for a Liverpool fan to see, really, because we never should have sold him. I think yeah. Rafa sold him because he wanted to bring in Gareth Barry, <laughs> which uh, we didn't even end up doing. Uh, no. I mean, that is just... Uh, it's, he went on to win everything at Real Madrid and Bayern. And yeah. obviously, his international career, even World Cup, Euros, he won with Spain. He tactical, was just tactical genius. Tactical mm. genius, I'd say, Javi Alonso. Do you reckon? Do you reckon we'll see him at, in management at some? Some. I know. He, I know yeah, he's, he's doing. Is he doing a youth at the moment? Isn't he? Uh, I think it's like the B team for Sausage Dad, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But apparently, he's doing quite well. Um, I don't know. You can judge if he's doing well on a B team, but yeah, yeah, definitely, I could see him managing a big club in the future. Definitely, class act yeah. he is. Very good. Right, next one. Next one, I will go with. Probably the most obvious pick there will ever be if you're picking Liverpool <laughs> 11, and that is yeah. Mr. Steven, Steven Gerrard himself, Stevie G. Yeah, um, I don't think I need to say much about him to be honest. Uh, was there anything he can't do? He can edit, he can score from 40 yards, he can win you the game, he can tackle, he can get sent off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just everything. The only thing he couldn't do was lift the Premier League title. Um, yeah, it's he's a shame, just isn't it, really? Unbelievable. I would have loved to have seen him in his current team. Yeah. Just un- unreal. What a player. He said, didn't he, that he regrets not staying another season to play under Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I mean, he's past his best by then. But um, yeah. still, it would have been nice to see. Would have been a be- probably a better end to his career than was it his final game. I don't know if it was his final game, that Stoke game. Stoke game, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's embarrassing. embarrassing. Would you say, would you say that Steven Gerrard is the greatest player to ever play for Liverpool? It's hard to say because a lot of people say Kenny Dalglish. Um, mm-hmm. So it's between him and Dalglish. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I haven't obviously really seen Dalglish play because it's before I was born, really. But in my era, that most definitely. Um, I think during his prime, if you put him in like a cage, one-on-one with any player in the world, he's coming up on top most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't disagree, mate. Right, who are you having next to Gerrard? Um, this is uh, the hardest selection i found in my team to do, to be honest. Um, there's so many, so many players I could have picked. Um, there's a couple of mentions for the likes of Gary McAllister, very underrated baller. Uh, the yeah. two seasons he spent at Liverpool, he was he was integral, his experience, his creativity, especially that year we won the treble. I, I remember being on holiday once with my dad and uh, I think it was a Liverpool-Everton game on in a bar and he scored some ridiculous free kick and just went running down the street in Spain. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. With the um, top off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, other players I could have mentioned, John Barnes could have been in there, Banana Barnes. Unbelievable player once again. I, th- I think it's a bit unfortunate that when the Premier League started, it was sort of like the end of his career. So he'd gone from a pacey forward to a bit of an average centre mid. Um, so he, I think he just misses out by the fact that it's this is a Premier League team and not like the old the old first division. And he's a bit little bit before my time. Um, Cortinho could have been up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just because of some of those worldy goals he scored and superb passes. Yeah, different class. Um, his technique when he bent it in the top corner sometimes was just a joy to watch. Yeah. But, um, 
also current captain Jordan Henderson not picking him either. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. I think he's had some very average seasons early on in his career, so I think he misses yeah. out on that fact. But uh, as good as he has been the last couple of years, and what a captain he's been as well. Uh, but I think in the modern game, this player will be perfect for my team, and that is Steve McManaman. Possibly the worst right. commentator there's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he'll be perfect in that system, just to like the sort of attack, more attacking-minded midfielder of the three, just to carry yeah. the ball through. You know, the way he used to go past players was a joke. Um and he had a he had a decent strike on him. Yeah, you've uh, also you've also got to be good to play for Real Madrid at that time as yeah, well. Yeah, he was one of the stars of the England Euro ninety six team. yeah. He's a Liverpool lad as well. Always helps. Um so yeah, I think he would be my Steve Macker in that inside inside right. Strong midfield there to be fair. Yeah. Right, front three. Front three, I just, I just don't think this is the only trouble. The only um, struggle is the striker, so I leave that to last. Yeah, but um, I think right the, and left. Go the right, go the right side of of the front three first. Right side, it will be the Egyptian king, Mo Salah. Yeah, um, numbers this might this guy this guy puts up is up there with the best of the Premier League has ever seen. It is phenomenal. I don't know why he gets, I, I can see why he gets so much hate. Um, it's because he does miss some ridiculous chances and does some really weird, crappy stuff. But yeah. it's just the numbers and output he puts out is phenomenal. I'll never that first season he had, especially, mm-hmm. was just outrageous. And for 40 million in today's market, it was, it's turned out to be a bit of a bargain. Would you say? Would you say he's a bit underrated? I think because of the stick he gets, yeah. I mean, yeah. even this, everyone's saying what a terrible season he's having this season. He's the Premier League top scorer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, um, he's got pace. He finishes. Um, he actually sets more goals up than people think. I know he's got that greedy tag, but he does set up more goals than people think. What do you make of his diving? Uh, because yeah, because it help. is bad. Don't help, is it? Yeah. No, it is bad. Yeah, he's bad. I think that's gone against him quite a lot as well, actually, because he's gone down easily, so easily in the past. There's been quite a few times he's actually been fouled and he's got nothing for it. So yeah, he's just when he does it, he just kicks himself. He just kicks himself in the foot, really. Yeah, and he's and got tarn- all the... tarnishes his reputation. And he's going up against uh, Ramos again. In yeah, the Champions I can't wait to see that. Yeah, can't wait hopefully, to see that. Hopefully, he bags a few past Sergio Ramos. Yeah, I'd love to see it. <laughs> right, left-hand side. Left-hand side. Uh, I think he's probably... I reckon he's up there with Big Verge for um, Klopp's most important signing to get Liverpool back up to where they've been, and that is Sadio Mane. Yeah. Uh, again, his, his, his pace and trickery down that left-hand side is superb. He's got a good, he's got a good little partnership with Robertson. They link up very well down there. Um he had a goal. Uh, he has had a goal to his game since signing mm-hmm. for Liverpool. Comes up with big goals as well and big, big moments. Uh, think of like winners against Everton, uh, Bayern Munich, games like that. He's again. He's. I don't know what's happened to him this season. Uh, mm. His finishing just seems to have gone missing. It's like he can't kick a ball sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's still popping up with your goal. Uh, but yeah, I think he is signing. The first year he signed was the first year we got back in Champions League. I think, uh, and he was he was so crucial to that. 
he played right wing when he first signed, moved over to the left when we signed Salah. Um, so we moved position to accommodate him. And he's he's been even probably even more devastating. Yeah. Well, it's just talking, fantastic. Talking of Champions League, do you mm. think if you don't get it next season, do you think one of Mo Salah or Mane will be off? No. No, why is that? I think it's going to be difficult. I think because of the current climate we're in, to be honest. I think it will, yeah. be, it will cost a lot of money to prize them away because they're on big contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, will one, of the, will one of the big teams want to shell out that money for them? Um, I think they're in their late 20s now. They're about 28-ish. So they're in their peak. They're not youngsters. Um, they're coming towards the 30 mark. I don't think the team is going to shell out over 100 million for one of them two. I think they'll stay. I think they're despite not having Champions League, I think they're happy at the club. Yeah. And yeah, I can't imagine them going. And plus, like Barcelona aren't exactly in much of a bit. They might go to Champions League next season, but they're not in much of a better state, are they? No. I don't think they've got any money either at the moment, have they, Barcelona? No. They might free up some when Messi goes, but. um, Well. If yeah, he does. I don't know about Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid would be Real Madrid and PSG would be one of the two teams. Yeah, well, Real Madrid needs to strengthen. Real Madrid needs to strengthen, don't they? Yeah, and PSG would probably have to get rid of one of Neymar and Mbappe, which probably ain't gonna happen. So, no, no, that's fair enough. Right, this is, you said this is the the toughest one, striker. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was an easy selection to pick this the, the player I picked in terms of right. my own pers- personal opinion. But I think in terms, it's unlucky for the players who have missed out. Uh, I think, uh, first of all, God, Robbie Fowler. Mm-hmm. What a finisher that, that player was um, throughout the whole Premier League. I think he's got the most Premier League goals for Liverpool out of all the strikers, uh, possibly out of all time. I'm not sure. I need to check that one. But um, yeah, his finishing was phenomenal. Um Absolutely devastating left foot on him. Um, another one who probably could have got in maybe is Michael Owen. Um, he was my first first ever footballing hero. <laughs> Part yeah. of the reason I decided to support Liverpool was he was just sort of burst on the scene in 1997, 98. Uh, he was like the darling of English football when he first burst on the scene. So um, obviously supporting the team he played for until yeah. he decided to be an absolute Judas. And <laughs> go to United. <laughs> go to United, yeah. You know what? With with Michael Owen, mm. he's that's one of the first games I remember watching on TV was the yeah. FA Cup final, the Michael Owen FA Cup final against uh, Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah, the two thousand. Yeah. yeah, and they were in their, they I were mean, in the, I think they were in their yellow kit. I could be wrong, but it's yeah. gold. It was like goldish, yeah, really. that's orange, it. Yeah. orange. That's it, like blue down the sides. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game is a perfect example of the type of player he was. Like Arsenal absolutely battered us the whole game and then suddenly Michael Owens popped up two goals out of nowhere. Yeah. So you could just get your goal out of nothing. So his pace was unbelievable. Very unfortunate with injuries at such a young age. which just ruined the rest of his career. And the last option it could have been was obviously your favourite player, uh, Fernando Torres. Probably <laughs> uh, simply just for leaving Vidic on his ass every time he played Dang- Dangerous, mate. That oh, guy yeah. was El Nino. dangerous. Yeah, he was. Um, it's just such a shame he had to end so badly for him going to Chelsea. The way he went. Um, 
it was just it broke Liverpool hearts to be honest yeah it's weird it's weird how Chelsea do that they seem to buy strikers and just fuck them up (laughs) yeah I know it's weird even Werner this season like I mean banging him in last season he's terrible this season the only one who's turned out good from really is Drogba yeah uh, but yeah there's so many strikers they've had in the years which have turned out rubbish Adrian Mewtwo Kesman uh, <laughs> absolutely yeah. Shevchenko Shef- 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 got to be the I think the biggest one he was like one of the best players in the world when he signed yeah uh, he just turned out a massive flop so who have you gone for then so yeah the one I've gone for is Luis Suarez mm-hmm it might be um, possible. It might be a massive cheating git, but I just love. That's what I love about him. His will to win. He'll do anything to win. He'll bite players. He'll scratch them. He'll headbutt them. He'll yeah. He'll do all sorts. But um, take that away and just look at his footballing ability. He's he's absolute genius. He scored a hatful of goals. Um, I think the season we nearly won the league was Brendan Rodgers. He got he got thirty one goals in thirty three games and twelve assists. Um, I think it was quite possibly the best individual season anyone's ever had in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't just the number of goals he got; it's the way he scored them. They were just they weren't like they weren't bad goals. They were all like superb. He was just an absolute. He was, he was genius. Absolute yeah. genius. He loved playing against Norwich as well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, literally hat trick near enough every time. Yeah, yeah, he used to score. He's before he walked on the pitch, he scored four goals. Yeah, it's oh, oh, unbelievable what a player, what a yeah. player he was. Uh, he would just leave you in awe every game. He would do something in every game that would just leave you gobsmacked. And to be fair, he's still doing it now as well. Yeah, I mean, he obviously went to Barcelona. Had the famous Messi Suarez Neymar partnership, which was yeah. the best in the world for a number of years. Yeah, uh, yeah he's still doing bits of Atletico after Barca have decided to move him on. So, yeah, that was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, yeah, I, just, I, I haven't got enough superlatives to describe what a player he was. Yeah, unbelievable. In a, in, a, in a Liverpool shirt, especially. Yeah. Right, so this is your team. So you've got Allison in goal, Trent right back. Virgil van Dijk, Jamie Carragher and Robertson, Xabi Alonso, Steven Gerrard, McManamum, Mo Salah, Suarez and Mane. That is it, yeah. That is a team, by the way. It's quite hard to change much of it, to be honest. Yeah, well, there's, any... I would, there's, a few, there's a few that I would say that you've missed out yeah. that I would like in Go that on. team. Luis Suarez. Wow. How you'd get him in, I don't know, but he was a player. Emil Heskey, you've got to have the big dog up there, mate. What do you mean? I, I, did, put, <laughs> I did put Suarez in. No, Luis Garcia. Oh, you just said Suarez. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Luis Garcia was a good player. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was good, yeah. He was a great player. And big Emil, Emil as well. Uh, just and a little celebration. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, Peter Crouch, mate. You've got to have him oh, in there. Oh, Crouch, yeah. I'd have, him, I'd have him in there just for personality, to be honest. <laughs> Legend. What a guy. Yeah, there's other players. Mascherano as well. Um, yeah. He, he was... He was um, his discipline was terrible. Loved the yellow card. Um, but yeah, he was he was a great player as well. Good player. Um, yeah, there's quite a, few, quite a few good ones, but there is a lot of terrible. For all the good, there's a lot of terrible. 
So favorite favorite manager that you manager. Would have? Well, there's only been one manager who's won the Premier League in my time, and that's Klopp himself. Yeah. What a guy. I could have said Roy Hodgson, but <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's a question. Here's a question for you, Lee. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers. What do you make of that? Do you think if he was given a bit more time, he would have he would have come good at Liverpool? No. Do you not think? No. Why is that? Because uh, well, I don't know if it's his decision, but some of the players he's playing just not up to it. I mean, there's Joe Allen. Why he loved Joe Allen so much, I don't know. Uh, very average. Yeah. Um, which makes you realise like how how unlucky it was for like Suarez and. Gerard playing in a team of players like Joe Allen and Ali Sissoko, do you know what I mean? Yeah. John Flanagan. Jay Spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine uh, if we actually had some good players around him. Um, yeah, uh, signing players like Ricky Lambert, Balotelli. Oh, yeah. just, mm, no. I think there was, Would remember you... that, you sent me a picture of that team against Real Madrid in the Champions League the other day. Who picks a team yeah. like that in the Champions League? Yeah, no, that's fair. But would you say if Klopp was to leave, would you ha- have him back at Liverpool now? Um, no, nah, I, no, I think I don't think I would. I think he's had a crack at it yeah. and he's failed. I th- do think he's a good manager. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I think he's had his chance. And do you reckon that's where he's peaked at Leicester? You don't think he's going to get any higher than that? Um. He might do. I think he deserves. I think he deserves another crack at maybe. I could see him at maybe Chelsea. Yeah. Um. Maybe sometime in the future, or even Arsenal. Yeah. If, um, I think. I think a few Arsenal fans might. I know they love Arteta. I think before Arteta got there, they wanted him. Yeah. Um, I think they wanted. They wanted him. him. Yeah. He's. He, he is a very good. Like especially his man management. He's very good. Yeah, but he did do some weird things. Like, I don't know if you remember that de- documentary, um, being Liverpool. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> he does yeah. some, telling Sterling off just for saying steady. Yeah. Um, and I remember apparently, um, I can't remember where I read it. It might have been it was in Gerard's. I just think it was in Gerard's book. He said uh, Brendan Rodgers does his thing at the start of every season. He writes, he goes through his squad, and he has an envelope, and he writes a player's name on a bit of paper, puts it in right. an envelope, and he goes to the squad. I've just written down a player's name in this envelope, you won't see it till the end of the season. This player is the one who I think is going to let me down. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I, want, I want you all to prove, prove to me, you make sure you're not that player. I just think wow. something like that is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. And did, it, did they say who the player was that he had on the nah. list? Or? No, it didn't. It's got to be yeah, Balotelli, just... isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, he's favourite for that, definitely. Right, Kit. What's your favourite Kit? Kit. we've had some wonderful kits over the years yeah. um, I've gone with an away kit but uh, we've had some very nice home kits um, we had that red one I think it was in 1995 which was up there for me uh, yeah. it's got like the, the white stripes going up here like the white, white bits um, yeah. and the green trim um, which would have been my one of my home kits uh, or the I think 06 to 08 Adidas one with the collar in uh, Tor- Crouch's and Torres's pomp. Mm-hmm. That was a very, uh, I loved that kit at the time. It was one of my favourite Liverpool shirt purchases. Was there but, a way, was, was the away kit that season the, 
the white one with the green kind of weird yeah, stripe. Yeah, five, I think. Yeah, it's around that time. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that one. The green the one Adidas. with the white and black stripe. No, it was an Adidas one, and I'm sure it had like a green Adidas badge in the middle, and then down the side it like went a bit curvy. I, I don't know what year that was, but that oh, was when Torres, I think I know what you Gerard, mean. Is it and white? all that there. White, white. White. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's got like a little bit of green on the shoulder, kind of thing. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, because I remember Dosaina scoring against United in it. <laughs> well, that might have been the grey kit actually. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's been some cracking away kits as well. Um, there's a really nice, there was a really nice yellow one with Enem, which ended my thoughts from I think it was from '97 to '98. Right. Um, yeah, we get some lovely away kits, white, and there's a lot of nice black ones as well, actually. Uh, but I've actually gone with the I think it, I think it was '96 to '97, the cream kit, the cream number. Right. So it was um, all cream, black shorts. You had the red Liverpool badge, Carlsberg across it. I just thought it's just iconic. I don't think there's been a kit like it since. Was that how many was that sponsored by Reebok? Cream kit? Yeah, I want to say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty sure yeah, it was. I think yeah, I remember it. Yeah, because we was Reebok for quite a long time. Yeah, and Carlsberg. That's got to be your best sponsor, isn't it? Carlsberg. Oh, 100 percent. It's criminal. We ain't still got it. <laughs> That That'd was synonymous. Yeah. That was unreal. Brilliant. Right, Kingham. Mm-hmm. That's it then, mate. What we'll do yeah. is we'll put your Liverpool eleven on the social media. Yeah. Let everyone have a little look at it and uh, hopefully we get a bit of feedback on it. Right. It's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks for joining As me. Always. I love uh, probably beat Denzel time eleven from last week, wasn't it? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Full skulls at right mid. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, uh, thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, Remember to follow, like, and subscribe. And uh, again, Lee the King Man Kingham, thanks. Appreciate it, boy. Thanks for having me on, son. See you later, mate. Cheers. See you later.